Greetings and salutation, everyone. We are in season two. Welcome to The Spoken Word, and I'm your girl, MGW. I do believe that it's going to be a season of healing. It is going to be a season of deliverance, molestation, miscarriage, marriage, divorce, remarriage. Those are some of the topics that we will be looking at and we'll be giving real life story just to help you. I know you don't want to miss a beat, so stay tuned, stay tuned. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for all that you have done. We thank you for what you are doing now. We thank you for what you will do because it's all to your glory and to your honor. As we come back on this on this, on this this platform, Daddy Jesus, we invite you to lead. You lead and we follow. And Lord Jesus, we thank you for, 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 for hearts that are going to be transformed. It's, it's indeed a season of transformation. It's indeed a season of healing. And we know you as healer. We know you as transformer. So again, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. What I want to bring to the fore today is um, an experience with molestation. Molestation is a, it's, it's, it's a dark secret from so many of us. It, it's actually a dark place. There's nothing pleasant about molestation. But I can assure you that, there, that healing, healing is made available. I'm also believing that some, there are some persons that who will be listening to this podcast who are dealing with episode, episodes of molestation and they are unsure of how to. You know, it may be something from your childhood. It may be something that you would have experienced even recently. But I trust that, you know, as I share my personal experience with molestation, that there will be something, there will be some nuggets, there will be a pathway for you to navigate or for you to, to, to something for you to pull from to help in your healing experience. And so um, I'm going to go back in memory because um, this, this would have been in my childhood years. I was molested by a family member an uncle that will remain nameless um, for this. And what happened to me is I did not realize that it was my reality. I as I as I grew older, so more in my in my in my maybe twenties or so, I would realize that there was like a I would have flashback. There was a memory that I would have quite frequently. Now, this memory would come in the form of a dream, you know, like I would be having dreams with seeing myself in my in my navy blue um, tunic and my white blouse. So that represented my school uniform at the time, my primary school uniform at the time. And I would have these flashbacks, but it, it wasn't so clear. It would be bits and pieces, bits and pieces. But, you know, as I share my story, of course, I, I will and I have to acknowledge the Holy Spirit. I have to acknowledge God. So as I as I got into relationship with God, I recognized that what I was seeing was it, it was like a 
flashback of something that happened. It wasn't just a figment of my imagination. And this is what the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit is able to bring things to the fore. The, the Holy Spirit is able to reveal. Now, when the Holy Spirit reveals to us what is important is how do we handle this thing? And that, I believe, is the most important message that I want to bring across in this recording. So, again, the, the memory came to me, kept coming to me, and I recognized that, you know what? This is not a figment of my imagination, but this is an experience that I had. Even when it, 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 it became reality, I did not have a counselor per se to talk to. At that time, I don't think I had a, I can't say that I had a trusted person that I, that I, that I wanted to talk to this, talk, talk to about this, um, this revelation for want of a better word. And, um, what I started doing at that time, I was just going through a time of healing in different areas of my life. And I started doing blogs. And this was my way. It, this was a part of my healing. So I'm saying this to you. Maybe journaling can be a part of your healing process. Maybe finding an outlet to express, to, 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 to rid yourself. Because it's, it's like, they're like toxins. Some of these experiences that you have gone through that I have gone through. They were like poison within my system. And so I had to get them out. And it was during that season of doing blogs that I realized that, you know what? I have passed through this thing. I'm getting my way through healing. And for me, doing a blog was a manifestation of healing because I had to go through some stuff before I was able to do that blog. And I've gone through it. I've gone through healing, which is why I am on the other side and I can share my experience with you so that you can also come out on the other side. From memory, I can't recall penile penetration, but I do remember fondling. And so this was a trusted, obviously trusted um, uncle. He was a loving uncle as well. And as I share these, it's not for any judgment to be passed on my parents either because they were very much unaware of the situation. But again, as I said, it was, it was, this person was trusted and this person, you know, being at that age, you're, you're expected to be protected by your guardians. You're expected to be nurtured. You're expected to be cared, you know, and oftentimes because they are given this this expectation is there from, from us, the children, because I'm going back in my years, from us children and from also the, 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 the family members. It's, it's, sometimes it, it will go unnoticed. It will go unnoticed. And at that age, persons are scared. So even if I had realized what was happening to me then at that age, I do believe I would have been scared to say it. You know, I, I do believe that I would, I would think that, okay, it doesn't feel as if this should happen, but just maybe something wasn't wrong with it. A part of this could also be socialization and culture, but I'm saying it came from a place of trust. So this was trust being broken. You know, this, this was manipulation. This was just an act that should not have happened, but as I had to relive it, because one of the thing that I one of the thing that I realized as I as I got into relationship with God is that my experiences, both good and bad and ugly, 
at some point in time, I'd have to share them just to empower others and just so that, you know, God can be seen as a healer. And when I realized, as I said, when in my time of blogging, it was going through healing process. It was recognizing that you, you are now complete. You are freed from this. So freedom, liberty is something that we all desire. But in order for us to get to that, sometimes we have to, we have to walk through, we, we have to rewalk the journey. We have to relive the journey and it can be painful. Now, as it is, there are so many different outlets that persons can access. You know, you may have a trusted friend. You can speak to that friend. You may be able to even um, access some online counseling service. And so you're not necessarily seeing someone, but you, you have an avenue to speak. You're able to, to, to see what it is without judgment, because that's one of the things. When someone decides to come clean, to share an experience, judgment is one thing that is not it's, it's not required. It, it does not help. What is, what, what is needed is compassion and understanding. I'm just going free flow as the Holy Spirit leads me. And I'm happy that we made that disclaimer that, you know, this podcast is its prayer, its reflection, its, its talk as led by the Holy Spirit. And so when I relive those memories, one of the things that came to me was that just based on the personality of this uncle, this, the, the, this family member, he was just so jovial and loving and everything. And he was trusted by us. And so I realized that I was not the only victim. So what this did was it unearthed, it unearthed the realities for other persons. I honestly can't say where other persons are with um, in their process of healing. Sometimes in this process, we will repress a memory because it is easier to deal with at the time but total peace total freedom comes with dealing with this knowing that it no longer has no negative effect on you and confront so acknowledgement is is one i'm not a i'm not a therapist or a counselor but acknowledgement is 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 a key step in any of us receiving healing from any past experience this is a an experience of molestation but your experience may be something different but molest i'm sorry acknowledgement is crucial acknowledgement is i don't want to think first and foremost because you have to realize that this is real. You have to realize that this happened. I'm not saying that you need to accept it, but you need to say that this is my reality. It's, it's not a made up thing. I did not only dream this thing, but it happened to me. When I became confident that it really happened to me, I knew that I had to confirm it. Confirming it for me was what came through talking, talking, to the perpetrator talking to my uncle and it wasn't a physical conversation that I had with him just because of the geographical distance so I prayed about it because I mean it's not something this is not something that you can deal with in anger the hurt may still be there the pain may still be there when you're dealing with it but anger will not help because what you're doing is you want to get over it. You want to get over it. So yes, you will feel anger. And I'm not saying do not feel angry about it. 
But when you're dealing, when, when you're having this, 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 this reckoning with your perpetrator, if, if you get the opportunity to, I, you don't want anger to be the forefront of what you are experiencing because anger will actually channel it another way and you may not get what you desire from it. So anger must be dealt with if it is there. It's, it's, it's better if you're able to deal with the anger by yourself. So when you're having this confrontation, when you're having this meeting, when you're having this reckoning, then anger is not presented as the, the, the first, the first um, characteristics because it's going to blur what you hope to achieve through this meeting up. And for me, prayer, prayer, prayer was crucial. It was imminent. It took me through the different stages. So one prayer confirmed that this was not a made up thing. It happened to you. You experienced it. You are, or you were a victim of molestation. It was prayer that gave me the steps in how do I do this? So now I know this. What do I do? Again, you may decide to go through a professional, a counselor, a therapist, a trusted friend, a pastor, someone who you can talk to, a family member. For me, I just knew that just maybe how I was being led in that season, I just knew that I was following the, my instructions as the Lord gave me them. And I managed to, I got his number. And I can't remember the conversation word for word now, but I knew that I was at peace when I was on that phone with him. And, you know, I, I checked in, how are you doing everything? And I said, you know, the purpose of my call is really to say to you that I know what you did to me many years ago. Of course, the line got silent as expected because I don't know how, how he felt when these acts were being carried out. And I honestly believe, as I said before, I was not the only victim. I don't know if, you know, it was just pleasurable or if it was just a dark place that he was personally going through. I can't see. But to know that someone is saying to you, I know what you did. It's not a happy thing that you did. It's not a joyful thing that you did. You know, it was something bad. It, this was, this was, this was molestation. This was just you violating trust. This was you violating love. This was just you just going against everything that you should be doing. You, you are, you know, you, 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 you are a guardian. You are someone who like, this was just a violation it was just total violation. But here it is that I was on the other line calmly saying to him, I am aware of what you did. The silence was there. And I do believe that, you know, I eventually continued the conversation and I, I got him to the point where he said, yes, you know, he, he confirmed it because that was a part of why this call was being made. But another thing about this was the Lord didn't want me to just have him to accept or to come into acknowledgement of what he also did. But he wanted me to pray for him. Friends, family, this is when you know that you have gotten to a place of healing. 
when you are able to extend that love that you yourself have received to your perpetrator, to your enemy, as we'd want to, we'd want to put it um, in, in, some, in, some, in some different scenarios. When you're able to extend the same grace that you have received, when you're able to, to, to extend the same forgiveness that you have received, because what, I've never molested anyone, definitely not at that age. And even at later years, I can't say that I've molested anyone, but I would have received forgiveness in other areas of my life. And so I understand the concept of forgiveness. So if I receive forgiveness, then it means that I'm able, I'm more than able to give forgiveness. Even the Lord's prayer, it says, forgive me of my sins as I forgive my debtors. So it means that even before I seek God's forgiveness, then I am I'm expected, we are expected to extend forgiveness because that is just that is just how it how it works. That is how it should work. Let me say that. And so, you know, I spoke to him. I said, you know what? I am at a different point in my life now. I'm in relationship with God. My friends, relationship with God is what matters, not religion. Religion will stifle us. Religion will keep us bound. But I'm encouraging you, get into relationship with God. Stay in relationship with God and allow him to order your steps. And, you know, I was able to speak to him from where I was. So I'm in relationship with God. You know, as I receive this love, this wonderful love, this, this all-encompassing love from God, I'm, I'm extending this love to you. And I was able to channel the conversation through that. You know, I was able to, to anchor the conversation in God's love and God's forgiveness. And I encouraged him, you know, as best as I knew, he started a family and, you know, I, I, I prayed with him. I encouraged him to just go to God with everything because again, I don't know the burden that he would have felt then just to know that you're hearing this. You did this so many years ago at the time when I spoke to him again, it would have been 20 plus years. So he would have done this and maybe moved on. I don't know if it is a memory that haunted him, but he, he I doubt, I knew that he had no inclination that he would have been receiving this call, that call that he got at that time, any time at all. And, you know, we had that call, encourage him to get into relationship with God, know God, and to um, just speak to God about anything. For me, this was my healing. This was about me at this time because the Lord would have opened my eyes to it and he brought me into complete healing. I don't know if he got complete healing from it because, you know, scars and wounds, yes, wounds hurt scars are there and not for us to always see them as scars but to see them as stars battle stars so it, it for me it was i overcame molestation molestation should have keep me cringed molestation should have keep me crippled molestation should have kept me at a place where i was forever dealing with low self-esteem but when the lord led me to walk 
into this process of healing through this process of healing then that that wound became that that wound became a scar and then it became a battle star for me which is why i am on the other end of this telling you that if you have been molested whether by a family friend neighbor whomever it is healing is possible it doesn't matter how many years ago you were molested. Healing is still possible for you. You can still get away from the nightmares that you've been having because of that. That touch that you received that should not have happened. That touch that kept you, that marked you. So that even as you're going through current relationship and marriage, you're not able to open up to your partners you 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 you're holding back a part of you because it is so dark it is so wounded but healing is available for you healing is available um i'm definitely going to pray with you but you know one of the thing that confirmed that i was totally healed so this um uncle eventually had a very close loss lost a family member and i saw I saw grief coming firsthand. I saw, I, I saw weeping. I saw everything. And the Lord allowed me to go and console, to console and to embrace and to just extend love. If I were not able to do that, then I knew that it would have been because of residual effect. But because I was able to freely extend and to give and to comfort in that time of grief and mourning, I knew for a fact that I was totally healed from this. And so there's no one, there's no devil in hell that can wave a banner of molestation over me for me to feel as if I am still a victim. No, I am a victor and I want to lead you as well. To become a victor of molestation. Let us pray. Heavenly Father. We thank you that you are a God of healing. We thank you there Father. That there are no. That the memories of molestation. That someone is experiencing. Someone has been seeing flashbacks. And saying oh no this could not have been. This, this, is not, this, this did not happen. Lord, as, as you confirm in their spirit the reality of what they have experienced, I pray, their Father, that as you led me through healing and total healing, that they will take your hand and walk through this healing, their Father. I pray, God, that full and total deliverance will come. I pray, their Father, that as they walk through, however you design for them to walk through, Almighty God, that there will be a divine empowerment. I pray there, Father, that even their relationship with you will become so trusted and so cemented, grounded in your love and your forgiveness, their Father. That even as they go through confrontation, as they go through meeting with the perpetrator, their Father, that it will be love that will be exuding from them, Almighty God, that even their very countenance will speak to the healing that they have received. 
Lord, we thank you, Almighty God, that there's no distance, there's no separation, Almighty God. We thank you, dear Father, that it doesn't even matter the time when someone will access this recording, Almighty God, but that there will be an alignment to their spirit, an alignment in their heart to deal with this monster, to move from being a victim to a victor. We thank you, dear Father, for total healing. We give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Family, I thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Because we are about healing for this season and deliverance, please do not hold back to share if you are led. If you, if, if, if you, have, if you know of someone who is going through this, it's hard. It's not always easy. Sometimes it, it, it's just a place of darkness. But I encourage you to be a blessing by just sharing this recording with someone. I know that the purpose, the intention is to help them, to take them to healing. So again, it's love and blessings until we meet again. Signing out, your girl MGW.